1250 Manchester, WGAM. 900 Nashua, WGHM. And it's a Tuesday night, which means, despite the calendar saying it's Tuesday night, it's time for FNL Winter. Here's the host of FNL Winter, Patrick Gilroy. Thank you, Tim Glenday. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of FNL Winters right here on ESPN Radio, New Hampshire. You stream us live, ESPNNHradio.com. Of course, you find us on your mobile device using the handy-dandy tune-in app. Nice matchup tonight, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Nashua North takes on Manchester Memorial. Nick Anastas will have the call coming up in about 25 minutes. Until then, we preview the game myself. Tim Glenday. We'll have uh, Mike Abelson from the New Hampshire Union Leader should join us shortly here on the program, get his insight, get his take. We'll hear from our, our friend Sam Lewick right around 6.15. We've got a, a, a full slate of programming right here on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. And as I was driving in here today, I, the, the traffic is horrendous because four, I think I counted all four snowflakes that fell. And, and I wonder... If there will be some motivation on the part of the referees tonight to maybe make this a, a, a quick-moving game. Uh, you, you know, these guys are human, too. I played high school basketball, not to toot my own horn, and I'll be very clear when I say played. I, I mean, I, I warmed the 11th spot on a 12-man team uh, very well as the de facto chubby shooter at the back of my bench, and I really knew how to uh, uh take on a manager's role. I, I had a, a scorecard, essentially, and I would k- keep track of what was going on for my team. And w- if we're up by 20 or down by 20, well, it was time for Gilroy to come in and, and can a three or two. That was that was my game. And uh, I tell you, as a part of those games growing up in New England, whenever there was a single snowflake, games tended to move a lot faster than when the weather was nice out there. The refs want to make their, make their journey home, get home on time. So I... It, I anticipate, anyways, Tim, a fast-moving, a fast-paced game today in Manchester. Well, what I'm looking forward to is how good of a Johnny Most imitation does Nick Anastas do, because it has been a while, it was probably a college game, mm, two seasons ago, that I was used to Nick doing a solo broadcast, which is his plan tonight. Uh, We don't want to go into a lot of details, because I don't know how much of it is private, but uh, Coach Mike Beliveau yep. is um, recuperating, let's put it that way, from uh, a minor health thing. Okay. And uh, so, you know, walking around with a brace on a leg, that type uh, of thing. Yeah. So he's back next week for sure, but uh, Nick is going to have to do his Johnny Most best tonight and give us all the Titans Crusader details by his lonesome. Well, I'll tell you what, he, Nick is a, a skilled guy, he's a skilled professional, and he gets to do to do uh, play-by-play and color. So he will analyze his own play-by-play. That makes for an interesting evening of radio, if nothing else, here on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. It is Friday Night Lights, all brought to you by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers. It's Patrick Gilroy alongside Tim Glenday, Nick Anastas with the call, Nashua North at Manchester Memorial coming up at the bottom of the hour. We'll have our correspondence throughout the program this evening, pre- and post-game correspondence on tap to bring you the latest in Southern New Hampshire, Division One, Division Two, Division Three high school basketball. Of course, we'll have our scoreboard update as the scores roll on later on in the evening. We'll keep everybody up to date 
as to what is happening out there as far as tonight's action goes. And I was checking our two sort of standby websites about 4.30, 5 o'clock before I left the office of my day job to see if there was any potential cancellations or delays of these games tonight. But it looks like everything is going off as planned, You know, despite the fact that people out there that have been driving in the snow for the entirety of their stay here in New England, which most of us is our entire lives, you would think that you know how to do it by now, and I would not consider this even snow yet. Uh, but people are driving around like like it's snowing out out there. Um, so I was definitely checking to see if there was any delays or any potential cancellations. It looks like everything is going to go off as planned. And that's good, because we had that snow day a couple weeks back. It pushed everything back. Last week was really a condensed week of action here in southern New Hampshire. So good to stay on track this week, Tim. And as far as tonight's game goes, Nashua North at Manchester Memorial, again, from the limited research that's available about these two schools, it looks like if you're a fan of defensive-minded basketball, this is a game that you might want to pay attention to tonight. Well, what you've got in Manchester Memorial is a team that is right now, after you know a sub-500 start, playing real good basketball. Uh, their team hit its stride at the right time last Friday in a 61-54 win at Keene. Again, talking about the boys, which is what we're listening to tonight. Uh, that even their record at three to three, uh, they had a seven point halftime deficit, but outscored Keene in the third, seventeen to five. So uh, they have since played another game and won that one as well. So you've got a uh, Manchester Memorial team that's, uh, you know, playing some of its best basketball in the last few days. So good for them. You know, a good time to uh, see what they can do against the Titans from North. Um, there is a, a belief, I think, by some people that this is a, um, a good test for Manchester Memorial. I, I thought all along they had a good team and were a little surprised when they got off to more of a sluggish 2-3 and three start, but they've uh, more than made up for that. Absolutely. So, so Nashua North coming in tonight. Uh, look, Manchester Memorial is one of these teams that it's tough to judge. You're right. They got off to a rocky start, um, but they certainly have improved of late. But as far as Nashua goes, do you have their record over there um, where, where they stand right now? Tim? Actual North's record? Yeah. yeah no, I'll, I'll effort that for Be- you. Because I, from what I remember, recall, they are, it, on paper anyways, it appears like they are a superior team to Manchester Memorial at the moment. But with Manchester getting hot at the right time here, it should be... Hopefully, a, a closely contested battle tonight in Manchester. Uh, of course, with Nick Anastas, we'll have the call here in about 20 minutes right here, ESPN Radio, New Hampshire. Patrick Gilroy, Tim Glenday. It's our FNL on a Tuesday night, all brought to you by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers. Yes, uh, checking out Nashua North for you. They have an overall record of a 4-5, and five, and uh, here in the league, you know, the games that actually count in the NHIAA standings, they're 3-5 and five at this point. Okay. Okay, uh, so so it's pretty clear. I mean, so that means that these guys, as compared to Manchester Memorial, their records are are very similar. You know, so this should be on paper a close game tonight. I'll be very interested to see if what I read holds true. If this becomes a defensive battle out there, or if this is something that where because. I believe, and we'll check in at halftime to see which way this is trending, but just in my limited experience of 
of playing high school basketball 20 years ago, I believe that this will be a relatively fast-moving game. I, I, I believe the, the whistles will be swallowed, so to speak. The referees will have a, an interest in getting everybody home safe and on on time. So so if there's a, a question of a foul and it's a debatable call, they're much, more than likely to swallow that whistle. It tends to be how things go when weather plays into the equation. And I think that will sort of play into my mindset here, that this is going to be a lower-scoring defensive battle between these two schools this evening. And actually, uh, after we hopefully talk to both Mike Abelson from Union Leader concerning Exeter and Salem and Sam Lewick about Nashua South at Londonderry, when we get around to a uh, sort of first Beals scoreboard, I do want to recap for people because there seems to be this myth that it's always just Tuesdays and Fridays. In reality, I've got some pretty interesting boys' scores, as well as a more typical night for the girls, Monday night scores that I'll get into at the scoreboard. Do you think that myth was born out of the coverage here at the station? Because this is when if people tune in locally, they could they hear the game, so they assume all the games are played on Tuesdays and Fridays? I think it has a lot to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I think so too. These these games are played night in and night out, so we'll get you guys the latest scores on our Beal scoreboard update coming up a little bit later in the program. It's Patrick Gilroy. It's Tim Glenday. We'll have Nick Anastas with the call coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's Nashua North facing off against Manchester Memorial. Is that is that Mike on the phone? We're actually going to go first uh, to Sam this evening. Good evening, Sam. Hey, man. How's it going? Hey Sam, thanks for uh, for joining us this evening. When we look at this matchup tonight, both teams hovering around that 500 mark. Everything that that I know about these two teams tells us this could potentially be a pretty good defensive battle. Do you agree, or is there something else about these two teams that maybe isn't available online, or I wasn't able to read about? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, both teams averaging right around 56 points per game, so the difference really is going to come down to how they match up defensively. I'd say South has a slight edge, allowing about four fewer points per game than uh, Londonderry. So that could very easily be the difference. Yeah, and as far as the weather goes tonight, look, a few, I think I said four. I counted four snowflakes fell. But still, <laughs> my commute that's usually a half an hour took over an hour this evening to get to the radio station. In my limited experience, I played high school basketball 25 years ago. Typically, at the first sign of a snowflake, the referees were much more likely to swallow the whistles in an effort to get everybody out uh, and get them home safe. Do you, do you think this will be a relatively quick-moving game in your experience? I would not be surprised whatsoever. Uh, a lot of times you see these games move on within an hour and a half or so, but we could get, see this game done in even less, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, that's what we anticipate as well. We certainly appreciate you checking in. Any other sort of highlights or, or things you want to get in before we let you go there, Sam? Uh, to my knowledge, not many players to keep an eye on in this game, but I think that narrative could certainly change at the end of the night. Um, for for uh, South, Londonary tends to run a pretty nasty 1-3-1 defense. I think South's got to use the ball screen to break that zone, uh, get inside, get to the basket, and score points effectively. There he is there, Sam Lewick. We will uh, talk to you again next week, Sam. I certainly appreciate you taking a few minutes to preview the game this evening. Perfect. Thanks, guys. There he is. There's Sam Lewick. He calls us each and every week right here on FNL on a Tuesday. And, and after our week last week where we did FNL on a Friday, and it felt so natural with that coming out, Friday Night Lights on a Friday, getting back to Tuesday has been a little bit more difficult than I previously anticipated. Let's go right back out as our, our guys 
sort of in the field continue to call in and get everybody ready for tonight's action. Nashua North facing off at Manchester Memorial from the New Hampshire Union leader, Mike Abelson. Mike, thank you for taking a few minutes this evening. Hey, guys. I'm actually coming to you from Salem Exeter here down at Davis Gym at the finally reopened, newly renovated Salem High School. Got a great, great new uh, entryway. It's beautiful here tonight. Is it your first time there since they reopened it? Uh, well, since uh, this is the first time seeing the, the new side of it, and yeah, it looks it looks delightful. Very nice. It, it's the little things in life, isn't it? Isn't it there, Mike? Well, it, it's big. It's bright. I mean, it's got really war- it's really warm colors. It looks good. <laughs> I'm, not an, I'm not an architect, but when it looks good, you just know it looks but good. You may not be one, but you can certainly pull it off on the radio, at least. You know, you, yeah, nice. I'm, more, I'm more of an import-exporter, not really an architect. <laughs> so for, for people that were tuning in looking for a breakdown of tonight's action, rather than that, they got a breakdown of what they'll be walking into tonight at the newly opened uh, rehab gym. But as far as what they'll see when the, the action begins on the court, what can fans expect this evening? Well, with, with Salem, you don't quite know. I mean, this team, they're sitting, they're coming at you four and three, but you look at their losses. They lost at Spalding, they lost at Bedford, two of the top teams in the division, but then they lost by 17 at Manchester Memorial. Um, they found ways to win at home. They haven't lost at home this year. Uh, Salem's got, got some weapons. Griffin Curtis is one of the more underrated big men in the state, and Trevor Domenico. 5'10", just a freshman guard. I saw him against Pinkerton. He looks and plays a lot older than a kid who's 14 years old. Uh, Matt Saldano is a great hustle guy for them. But for Exeter, uh, I mean, that, that front line, Nick, Nick Petillo and Stephen Natola, both 6'4", and Ryan Foley listed at 6'5". You know, I mean, you know, having size like that up front can, all, can only help and can only make things difficult for Salem. And Exeter, it, it showed. They just they keep on winning. They, they win them close. They win them. They win them in blowouts. They, they beat Bedford. They beat Merrimack. They, they find ways to win. That's a that's a really impressive sounding front court for Exeter as far as height goes. Is there anybody maybe like later on down the bench on Salem that maybe lesser skilled but has the height where potentially Salem could bring a guy in an eighth ninth guy on the team that generally doesn't get much run but maybe he's six three to six five that could potentially help out against a front line that big. Well, I mean, their front line is Griffin Curtis and Matt Carney, six four, six five. Both of them are, are seniors. I mean, after that, there's no one taller than six two on the team. So that's it. But, uh, Matt, but Matt Saldano, just a junior, six two. He plays a lot bigger than six two. Starting quarterback on uh, the Salem team that made it to the the state semifinals. Uh, he's uh, excuse me, he made the tournament, but they they didn't get that Bedford in the first round. So, um, in your opinion, then, do you, do you think the team? Do you think the team that has the more impressive front court tonight is the team that will come out ahead? I mean, I haven't I haven't seen Exeter this season. But what I can say about Salem is that you know if, if their guards start hit, start hitting shots, look out because they'll run the court on you, and then they got those two big guys inside, and they'll just pound it to a little block and they'll slam it down. Oh, that sounds like an exciting game there tonight in the newly renovated gym that you've uh, described so eloquently for us. I, I certainly I, appreciate I'm, it, Mike. I'm, I'm trying. We're just about to finish up. G- We're just about to finish up JV and get to varsity. Uh, from the New Hampshire Union leader, you can check out his stuff tomorrow. Mike Abelson, Mike, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. As always, take care, guys. We appreciate it. It's Friday Night Lights right here, ESPN Radio, New Hampshire. You stream us live at ESPNNHradio.com. It's all brought to you by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center. This is Patrick Gilroy. It's Tim Glenday. Coming up in about 13 minutes on the program, it'll be Nick Anastas. We'll be right back. FNL Winter on ESPN New Hampshire.
It's ESPN Radio New Hampshire. Patrick Gilroy alongside Tim Glenday. That music right there makes you want to go to sleep, and that shouldn't be the case. It's going to be an exciting night of high school basketball coming up right here shortly on the program. It's our Friday Night Lights on a Tuesday broadcast of the Nashua North at Manchester Memorial Game. We'll have Nick Anastas on the call. Of course, it's all brought to you by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers. But... First up, we must get to Tim Glenday and our Beals scoreboard. Are you ready? The Beals Insurance Scoreboard, brought to you by Beals Insurance Agency, with locations now in Bedford and Londonderry. Visit BealsInsurance.com. Again, blowing holes in the myth that all the games are played on Tuesday and Friday. Here's some boys basketball from Monday night for you. Uh, Bishop Brady traveled to Merrimack Valley and posted a 55-43 win. While Colbrook at home held serve against Linwood by a score of 78-58. to Profile was home at good old Profile Gymnasium. Littleton, another northern New Hampshire team, showed up and doubled up on him, 72-35. Hillsborough Deering at home. Wish Conant hadn't showed up because they kicked their butt 62-45. to St. Thomas, though, at home, took care of Portsmouth Christian last night by a score of 76-60. to So that's some of the boys' games from Monday night. On the girls' side, uh, Dover had Pinkerton from nearby Darien, and uh, Pinkerton won by a score of 46-40. to Sanborn visited Belmont and won 43-34. to St. Thomas at home, a very low-scoring game. St. Thomas Aquinas, 32. Portsmouth Christian, 28. As for Bishop Brady and Merrimack Valley, Bishop Brady at home, 52, uh, excuse me, 62 to 52 winners in the Thomas Hardeman Gymnasium. John Stark at home over Conval, 50 to 22. Laconia over Manchester West, 60 to 41. Other girls' games from last night, Colebrook over Linwood, 71-28. It was visiting Littleton over Profile, 57-14. And last but not least, Newt. That's right, Newt hosted <laughs> Concord Christian and beat them by a score of 56-47. And that is your Beals scoreboard from Monday night before we get scores a little bit later, Patrick. From this here Tuesday night. Thank you so much, Tim Glenday. Coming up in just a few minutes here, we will have our very own Nick Anastas not only on the call doing your play-by-play, but also doubling as your color analyst uh, coming up for the Nashua North Manchester Memorial Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center's Game of the Week right here on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. You want to stream us live, it's ESPNNHradio.com on your mobile device. Use the TuneIn app. You'll get the call of tonight's game in all its high-definition sort of glory if you do it online. Now, I have previewed the hockey report, which we air after the game, but while we're still on the air till 9. With Tom King, With right? Tom King. Yeah. Now, Nick Anastas sounds like he's in the splendor of ESPN NH Studios. Tom still sounds like the tin can with the string, <laughs> and they really pulled it tighter. It's a little better, but you're going to have to listen closely in order to get the wisdom of Tom King. You know what? I, I, there, there are some people 
in this world that are worth listening closely for. And I believe with all my heart and soul that Tom King truly is one of those guys. I endorse that theory, too. (laughs) So coming up later on the program, if that isn't a professional radio tease, I don't know what is. Stay tuned if you want to hear Tom King, a guy you used to hear every single day here on the station. You limit it to once a week, so you must really stay tuned to get Tom King's take on high school hockey coming up in just a couple of hours right here on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. I do want to thank our friends Mike Abelson and Sam Lewick for taking the time to join us on the pregame program this evening giving some real insight not only to tonight's game, uh, our game of the week here in Nashua North and Manchester Memorial, but also the Salem and Exeter game. And, and I love the breakdown talking about the the front court of both Exeter and Salem. So you get some really some some big kids there, six foot four, six foot five. You know, those guys are, are considered trees in your high school sort of world. Well if you recall when we were doing Bedford and Salem, the Bedford coach came up with a strategy for in the second half to stop Salem. Yep. Which was go cover their best player. What a strategy. Everybody go over cover the best <laughs> player. And he was held a one three pointer and two foul shots in the second half. And that's why Bedford did as well as uh, they were expected before the game. If I can, Patrick, just for a minute, here are, in, in general, some of the games that are online tonight, because uh, we're about four minutes from going to Nick Anastas. Uh, Timberlane is at Oyster River tonight. Uh, Sauhegan is hosting Hollis Brookline, if you will, Amherst, versus Hollis Brookline. Manchester West is also home, so there's a lot of basketball action in the Queen City. Sure. Over at West High, High School Gym tonight, they're taking on Pelham. Uh, Pembroke is hosting Hanover. These all, by the way, 6.30 games. Kingswood versus Kennett. Milford versus Conval. Always a nice little rivalry between the greater Milford area and the greater Peterborough area. Bishop Brady is hosting Plymouth, so that's quite a... Trip for Plymouth down to the uh, Bishop Brady's gym. Uh, Cole Brown versus Wyndham. Bo is playing Goffstown, so there's a, a local rivalry. And we're getting into the 7 o'clock games now. Over nearby Hudson, Alvern, the Broncos, they take on uh, Trinity High School uh, this evening. Uh, Concord's at Winnicunit. We've had previews, obviously, of Salem, Exeter, Bedford, Manchester Central. And uh, Memorial in North uh, is, you know, what we're going to be doing. Keen Pinkerton, Londonderry versus South Girton is at home. So let's all over, head over to the uh, Brother Louis Caligan gym, <laughs> however it's called, the Caligodome. And that is uh, BG hosting Portsmouth tonight. And a uh, couple other games maybe to notice as I scroll down. Raymond versus Epping only because it's a good rivalry for the two and um conant versus hillsborough deering they're hosting them over at conant it's a full slate of action tonight. it really is that's yeah. a, that is a packed slate of action and, and coming up a little bit later in the program as well uh most likely on the post game show I, I do want to get into the power rankings this become a, a weekly thing for you tim here and i'm very curious because last week there was some movement in those power rankings i want to see how this week compares to last week as we really get into the meat of the season here as you said i think pretty intelligently last week you know it takes a few weeks for these 
teams to figure out who they are. But by the time you get to this stage of the season, this stage of the schedule, you really have a much better indication as to not only who these teams are today, but who they will be to finish the season. You know, you've got enough sort of time in the can, so to speak, where now we, we sort of know that the surprises aren't there like they are the first two or three weeks of the season. With one minute to go before we check in with Nick Anastas and or the National Anthem, whichever comes first, a reminder that as we get some texts in tonight of that Trinity-Alvern game, we also have Tommy Ammon who's going to give us text messages on Bedford versus Manchester Central, the girls' basketball. And yes, looking at the girls' schedule, should be passing buses and passing vans because almost every matchup we mentioned with the boys, the reverse is happening tonight. With so, the girls. So the girls are traveling to the other school, if sure. you will. I, you know what? That's that's how it was twenty years ago. Is that generally how it goes in New Hampshire? The boys are playing somewhere. The girls are playing that the same opponent in the opposite gym. Indeed, I like that. It, it keeps the boys and the girls separate, and, and that's always important. What is that? A little Snoop Dogg here to close the show? Yeah, a little send it to Nick music for you. Oh, beautiful. I appreciate it. Well, with the call of tonight's action, our Friday night game of the week, right here on a Tuesday, live from Manchester. It's the one, the only on color. On play-by-play, Nick Anastas. Thank you, Patrick. And welcome inside Memorial High School. Nick Anastas with you. It's our FNL winner. Game of the Week presented by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers, the Nashua North Titans, and the Manchester Memorial Crusaders. Both teams fighting for playoff positioning. As we come up on the midway point of the season, Memorial at four and three in a three-way tie for eighth place in Division One. While North trying to get back on the winning track at three and five, tied for twelfth. Both teams are being announced to this growing crowd here in the gym. Both starters, both team starters, running through the uh, assembly lines here. Memorial with their cheerleaders surrounding the Crusader starters as their names are called. And not a bad crowd here, not quite 100%, but not bad either, more than half full, and folks are expected to trickle in a little late tonight as well because of perhaps a little bit of snowfall early on in the evening. Well, this is a rematch of the quarterfinals last year. Different circumstances. North was the number one seed. Manchester Memorial, the nine. Crusaders pulled the upset. Let's have the national anthem. Uh, there you have it, the organ version of the National Anthem. 
here at Memorial High. We're just about ready to go. As I was saying before the break, this one was an interesting game in last year's tournament. Semifinal round at Nashua North. The Titans upset after finishing the regular season with the best record in Division I. Memorial has had an impressive string of Final Fours over the last few seasons under Jack Quark. Crusaders involved back in 2014 and really a classic up in Durham, a double overtime loss to Central. Some of the freshmen on that team are now seniors. Memorial in their home whites, blue lettering, red trim. They'll head right to left in this first half while the Titans in their road, navy blues with the light blue lettering and white trim will head left to right. There's Alonzo Linton, the star. Junior, who wins the tap for the Titans, able to get the basketball with his right hand, and we are underway here in Manchester. Memorial on the defensive end, opening up at a man-to-man. -man. Coach Quirk in his green sweater, watching from the near sideline. Here's a three near side, fired by Skyler Boykin, the junior guard for the Titans, too strong. Weak side rebound goes to Memorial. Crusaders come right to left. Quick shot the other way, Jake Carrier, no good from the far elbow off the back iron, but... Loose ball tracked down along the near side baseline for Memorial. Emmanuel Alessandro able to get to it. And a second shot coming up for Carrier. This time it's in from 16 feet straight away. One of the leaders, the 5'11 guard, Jake Carrier, the senior, puts Memorial on the board first. 2-0 as he came out on that trip looking to fire the basketball. Titans look for a backdoor cut. They get it, but the left-hand runner won't go for Sean DeZurich. 6-2 guard, put back by Boykins near side. That one no good off the glass. And finally, Memorial clears the defensive rebound as Carrier gets to it in the near corner. Right to left, Crusaders. Quick three near side. That one short from the hand of Michael Rumage. Long rebound comes to the Titans. They trail 2-0, a minute gone. Down the lane, and misfiring is Buckmeyer. Jordan Buckmeyer, the guard. Rebound tipped twice and now controlled by Rumage for Memorial. Crusaders lead it 2-0. Fast pace here to begin the first minute and a half. Rumraj again, open near wing. He'll fire the three. Too strong, high rebound, tipped, and controlled again by Memorial. Back out to Carrier, far wing this time. Line drive, three won't go, and it goes to the Titans. Quickly up ahead, it'll lead to a layup. It's Boykin with the left hand. Linton the assist off the rebound, and the game is tied at two apiece. Both teams like to run and gun and get up and down the floor, and points could be scored in bunches tonight. Meanwhile, another three, Rumraj, no good. Junior 0 for 3 now, again from the near side wing. Rebound Titans, it goes to Boykin. North wants their first lead. Coach Stephen Lane sitting to my left at the head of the Titan bench saying move the basketball. Memorial sitting back in a man-to-man, 2-2. Here's Linton, a nice crossover, pulls up for the J, no good from the near elbow. And a weak side rebound to Memorial center, Zach Lubin, 6-3 junior. Crusaders right to left, Carrier handling the rock. Hands it up top, Alessandro eyes a left-handed three. No good side iron, and again the rebound of Buckmeyer of the Titans, his second. 2-2 our score, north left to right. Linton, a near side baseline drive, up and under, scoop shot is good off the glass. The junior with the big afro, got that one with the right hand, able to kiss it high off the glass. And the Titans have their first lead up on the board at 4-2. Carrier, pick and roll near side for Memorial's Alec Ross, but the layup too strong. Another offensive rebound for Alessandro. He goes up and scores. 4-4 now. First bucket for Alessandro, the 6-2 junior. 4-4, three minutes in. And again, an up and down pace here. Buckmeyer, a runner, short. 
Air ball there. Thought he was fouled. Instead, Memorial the rebound under the rim. It goes to Carrier. Brings it right to left into the front court. Leaves it far side for Rumraj. A slicing move and a left-hand finger roll is good at the rim. Rumraj, the six-footer, got a very quick first step on the defender, Boykin. And sailed through the rest of the defense to put the Titans back in front 6-4. Sorry, Memorial in front 6-4. Meanwhile, a near steal, near sideline in front of the Memorial bench. Rumraj ripped it away. And then his teammate Alessandro gets it back to Rumraj in the front court. Alessandro, the trailer, has it. Top of the key. Left hand three is an air ball. And out of bounds it goes back to Nashua North. First substitution either way. Casey Lane, 6-1. Junior swingman for the Titans is going to check in. Replacing the starting center. And with Sean DeZurek who takes the first seat. Meanwhile, Coach Lane asking for a foul on the previous possession. 6-4 Crusaders. Titans look for the tie. Or perhaps the lead. Here's Linton near side of the lane trying to pull his way to the cup. And he's knocked down and fouled as his shot ends up short. Linton lands on his behind in between the cheerleaders along the baseline after drawing the foul. First foul of the game. It comes midway through this first period. With the Crusaders in front of the Titans 6-4. The foul goes against... Memorial Zach Lubin, his first. Attaboy, Free throw for Linton is good. Three points to lead all scores. One more coming. He's got it up with the right hand. One of the top scorers, not only this year, but last year, Linton. One of the recognizable stars really broke out in his sophomore season. Meanwhile, Carrier dribbles it off his leg out of bounds, far sideline. The Memorial guard. Watched it uh, bounce off his right knee into the first row of the crowd. And now the Titans again will make some subs here. Coming on, Pat McCarthy, a junior guard, six foot one. Also, Chris Barrett, a five eight junior guard. So a smaller look for Coach Lane, who's on his feet now, waving his right finger and trying to figure out a way to break this Memorial press. First time we've seen either team extended full court defensively. Memorial has brought on some subs as well. Jake Santiago, a veteran who forces a turnover. Santiago, the redhead, bearded junior, able to force Alonzo into a long pass that sails out of bounds far side and back over to Memorial. 6-6 our score. Now inside of four minutes to go in this first period. North in a man-to-man that's been the look so far for standing coach Lane. New explosive move and finish along the far baseline as Emmanuel Alessandro got the step and the bucket for Memorial. He's got four, half the total. It's 8-6 Crusaders. And again has the cheerleaders along the right baseline fired up. Meanwhile, a three is fired up. Far side, too strong for the Titans' Casey Lane. A line drive effort ends up at a Santiago rebound for Memorial. Crusaders trying to now make it a two-possession game. Carrier down the lane, forcing a wild one that rolls off the rim. No, Carrier a tip with two hands. No. Third try is good as Alec Ross was able to size it up off the tip and knock down a six-footer, the six-four junior. Extending it largest lead either way. Now a 10-6 Memorial. Now a press, a zone press from Memorial. A 2-2-1. Broken left to right by the Titans. Coach Quirk throwing a number of dif- different defensive looks at the opponent so far. Meanwhile, a three. Too strong again from Lane. Far corner this time. Near side rebound of Memorial. Crusaders have it. They lead 10-6. Inside of three minutes, first quarter. Carrier up top, left-hand dribble. Rises, fires a challenge, 19-footer. In and out, no good from the near elbow. And it's Linton in a crowd with the rebound for the Titans. Linton himself left to right, down the lane. Hangs, shoots, and misses, but draws a foul. As he was hit on the shooting elbow, the right elbow. And will head to the free-throw line. 
Linton already two of two at the stripe. And has four of the six Titan points. Foul being involved, by the way, was number two against Zach Lubin. Well, Memorial is going to have to come out of the game here as Coach Quirk sends in Elvin Barbosa, six-foot junior. So both teams with a smaller so-called lineup on the floor than the one they began the game with. North, they're going to sub out as well. Jordan Buckmeyer takes a seat, slaps five with the Titan players on the sideline. Coach Lane brings in a big boy, Ryan Lynn, 6'5", junior, onto the floor. Meanwhile, Memorial takes out their starting center, Alec Ross, and brings in the reserve, Dinabare Udomene, 6'4", junior. Free throw by Linton, no good, an 0-for-2 trip. Long rebound to Carrier. Memorial has it. Santiago has his pocket pick. Steal by Boykins, left to right, right hand finishes there. Boykin now with four. And the Titans with eight. They trail by two, 10 eight. As we head towards two minutes to go. Now Carrier looking over his left shoulder at Coach Quirk for Memorial. Brings it into the front court, right to left. Titans stick back with that man-to-man, although extending pressure beyond the three-point line. And a blocking foul is called on the far side wing as Alessandro collided with the defender. Lane, Lane hit the floor, and Lane picks up the foul because he was moving. First team foul against Nashua North. Meanwhile, Litton going to take a seat. Titans leading scorer. And Boykin checks out as well. Buckmeyer right back in. Along with Shy Durham for the first time. A 6'4 senior forward. Crusaders with it. Up by two. Looking again for a two-possession lead. And now a travel is called. Alessandro off the curl. Left his feet. Had a partially blocked. Landed with the basketball. Suppose it could have been a jump. Instead, it's a travel, a turnover. A rarity by either team so far in this first period. So the ball back to the Titans. They're down by two. A little extended man-to-man here from Memorial. But no problem for North as they come left to right into the front court. It's Lane up top for Buckmeyer. Looking to make it happen off the dribble. Slices down the lane. Fires up a high banker. No good. And the rebound goes to Memorial's Adamunene. Santiago right to left into the front court for Carrier. Back to Santiago. Catch fire three near wing. Line drive too strong. Loose ball. Taken off the bounce though. And it leads to a wild shot near side by Udomene. Too strong off the glass. And the rebound goes to Nashua North. Shy Durham with his first touch out here on the near side wing. Coming up in a minute to go. Low scoring first quarter despite the fact we've had a pretty good pace. Into the lane, dumped down underneath four lane. Now back out up top three on the way. And Linz is an air ball, but offensive rebound near side lane back up and blocked. Out of bounds, big rejection off the right hand of Udomene, who at six foot four is very long as well. It'll stay with the Titans. They're down by two, less than a minute now, first quarter. More subs on the way as both Lane and McCarthy check out. Meanwhile, quick three near side for Barrett. No good. Weak side rebound again to Udomene. Memorial has it right to left. They've been the better rebounding team so far in this first period. Three-pointer far side off the left hand of Alessandro. Too strong, but there's Udomene back up in the left. Missed it point blank range. Carrier third try. Fade away far baseline. No. Udomene rips it out of a crowd. Goes back up and finally finishes with the right hand. A four-shot trip there for the Crusaders. Size a factor in this first quarter. They lead 12-8. 25 seconds to go. Memorial with a trap at midcourt. Lynn able to avoid it for now. Now it's poked loose. Linton, who just checked back in, able to bail him out over in the far corner. But then his pass too strong into that corner. Back for Barrett. Went right over his shoulder. It looks like Memorial, though, got a piece. Loose ball there. Flies into the first row where 
Tom Dolan, the Memorial Athletic Director, flashing the quick hands, able to grab it and secure it with 15 seconds to go. It'll stay with North. As uh, Dave Grenier, the official, comes over, explains to Coach Lane that, that he didn't touch it. He is in his player, I suppose, because it's North Ball. Ten to go. Boykin into the lane, leaves it right side, and there's the layout for Ryan Lynn. Pretty dump off midair for the assist by Boykin, the junior. The bucket for Lynn, his first two. Down a one-second carrier, a heaving three. No good from straight away off the back iron. And that will do it for the first eight minutes here at Manchester Memorial. 12-8 Crusaders. No, 12-10. Excuse me. Just a two-point game after one. You are listening to our FNL winner, Game of the Week. It's presented by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers. Radio Nashua. Second quarter action underway. Back to Nick Anastas. Thank you, Tim. Welcome back here to Manchester. Just underway, second quarter. The Crusaders with a 13-10 lead over the Nashua Titans. And, well, it's been a game of pace. Both teams have looked to get out and run. Although there is a lid on the basket at times in that first period. Meanwhile, a travel is called up top against Elvin Barboza. The junior tried to pivot, but dragged that back right pivot foot and turns it over. Just the third giveaway for North. Again, both teams right in the middle of the pack, so to speak, early on in the Division I standings. Crusaders at 4-3, and three, tied for 8th. Well, Nashua North after a slow start, just 3-5. and five. Meanwhile, Memorial inside. They go to Emmanuel Alessandro. And he muscles a left-hand layup off the glass. And then a inbound violation is called on North. The inbounder, Chris Barrett, stepped over the baseline. A little flustered by this Memorial full-court press, which is factored in for Coach Quirk. 15-10, largest Crusader lead. And there's Santiago adding to it. A slicing move. First two for the junior, got the layup in a crowd, and now Boykin's pass is tipped at the top of the lane, and taken away by the big fella, Alec Ross, up the floor, and there's another layup for Alessandro. Memorial quickly moving right to left, they get another layup, 19-10, then a pass thrown over the top of the Crusader defense, leads to a layup for Jordan Buckmeyer. So now the pace, starting to reflect the score, I think, 19-12. Crusaders by seven, and they slow it down here right to left with a minute and a half gone second quarter. Off the ball screen, Santiago up top for two. A 17-footer leading to his left. Back-to-back buckets for Jake, the junior. And again, pressure from Memorial. Boykin able to beat it with the dribble left to right for North. Leaves it far side. A three on the way from Barrett too strong. Put back by Linton. In and out, no. Linton a third try, no off the glass. And it's finally batted to Rumraj for Memorial. Right to left, Crusaders by 21. And a quick crossover and jumper up and no good from Alessandro from the near elbow. Tipped out of bounds far side. And last touch by North, apparently. Off the right hand of the center, Sean DeZurek, who just returned. It'll stay with Memorial. They've got their largest lead on the board at 21-12, two minutes into the second quarter. Crusaders right to left. They've thrown a number of different defensive looks at the Titans. Offensively, a lot of ball screens. Meanwhile, a foul here on the inbound. It's a grab on Linton against North, his first. And the team's third of this first half, three each way so far. So again, Memorial will inbound from the far baseline. Alessandro, who has six, is the game's leading scorer. He's the inbounder. And it comes to Santiago up top. Looking back for Alessandro, feeding the hot hand, and he scores again with the left hand. 
Got it over two defenders, but he doesn't get back. A long pass beats him up the floor. Buckmeyer's shot is wild, but a foul by Alessandro will put Buckmeyer to the free throw line. Coach Quirk upset with his young junior, Emmanuel Alessandro, now has eight points, but just picked up his first foul. 23-12, first double-digit lead for Memorial, who led at the end of 1-12-10 and led throughout most of the beginning of this basketball game, most of the first quarter. Buckmeyer's free throw is good with the right hand. 5'8", senior. Now with three. Buckmeyer was a big weapon for the National North football team as well. Team that went to the state semifinals. He was a running back and a wide receiver. Second free throw good. A two-for-two trip for the veteran. He's got four. And now what's this? A whistle on the make. And a foul on Nashua North. So they'll count the bucket, but foul goes against Vishvak Vadival. The 6'5 senior just checked in for the first time for North. Picks up a quick foul with a push in the back. It's 23-14 Memorial. They've got the ball, and they go inside, and there's another finish for Alec Ross. Able to bang it off the glass for two from the far side. Good movement on the pass across the lane from Alessandro for the assist. And now Santiago with a steal at midcourt. Able to pick up a pass. Spins to his left. Right-hand layup, though, is short. It hit underneath the iron. The rebound goes to Lane. And the Titans have it left to right. Boykin with a nice move at midcourt. Whips it left side for Alonzo, who rises and scores off the glass from the far side baseline. Linton now with six. And the lead back to single digits at 25-16. Memorial still leads. Three minutes in, second quarter. Far side Courier against Panaman defense. Guarded by Buckmeyer. Drives the right hand on the far baseline. Bounce taken by Santiago in the near side corner. Whips it up to Rumraj. Dribbles to the free throw line. Lost the ball. Taken away by Lane. North doesn't have the numbers. They'll slow it down. Lane here on the near side wing. Skip pass far side as Buckmeyer. One dribble to the free throw line. Jumper up. No good. Back iron ball is slapped once in the lane. Buckmeyer has it again. And it hits the fadeaway. Boy, got it over about three white jerseys in the lane for his third field goal. And North showing some signs. Down now only 7, 25-18, nearing the midway point, second quarter. Here's Carrier, near side, a fadeaway, elbow, J, no good. And there's Boykin, the rebound. Here comes Boykin, left to right. Boykin, a bounce pass for Vishvak, and there's the layup for Vishvak. Vadival, his first two, but how about the rebound by Boykin? Just five foot six, able to clear the trees and spark the break, which led to the bucket. Just a five-point game now. Fadeaway, Santiago is good. The bank is open. Able to pat it off the glass. Santiago coming alive in this second quarter for Memorial. He's got six all in this frame. Meanwhile, Boykin able to shed a double team. Bounce pass left side, and there's another layup for Linton. Linton with eight. He's got a team high. Five-point game again. 27-22 Crusaders. Inside of four minutes. Room Raj, elbow J, short off the front iron. Ball taken off the off the bounce and then put up and in the hole there by Carrier. The lefty able to sink it from the near side baseline. Carrier hustling back and now a timeout is called. As let's see here, CJ Boykin may have taken a shot to the face. Boykin okay, but holding out his right hand as if to signify that he took a shot to the lip. He's going to take a trip to the end of the bench and have a visit with the trainer. Now he's going to exit the gym and head to the locker room. So CJ Boykin for the moment, out of the Titans lineup. We've got a timeout on the floor. Three and a half to go until halftime. 29-22 is the Memorial lead. I'm Nick Anastas with you from Manchester Memorial High. 
This is our FNL Winter Game of the Week presented by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center. Coach Cork, meanwhile, coaching up his guys on the right side, the longtime Crusader head coach in his familiar green sweater. Coach Lane on the other side. He's also active here, roaming the, uh, the Nashua North sideline. He looks sharp as well tonight. Blue shirt with the Navy khakis and a blue shirt, uh, blue tie to go with that blue shirt as well. Meanwhile, play resumes. And North again facing Memorial full court pressure. That has been as the Titans have turned it over by my count six times in this first half. Left to right, they beat it this time. Far side, McCarthy on the baseline is called for a travel. I think he tried to stay inbounds by tiptoeing the line. The result, he took an extra half a step. Turnover, number seven for the Titans. Memorial with it, they're up seven. Their largest lead was earlier when they led by 11. Santiago up top, he's had the hot hand twice, dribbles to the free throw line and elevates and scores again. Santiago feeling it now with eight. The lead nine. 31-22, Memorial Litton down the lane, crashes into the defender, score it, and the foul. Boy, he took it right at Memorial's Zach Rubin, who just came back in and just picked up his third. The 6'3 junior staring in disbelief at the officials. He's going to stay on the floor for now. Meanwhile, Linton already to double figures. The game's high score with 10. And another opportunity at the line coming for the 6'4 junior. Meanwhile, subs on both sides as... Vadival checks out after giving Coach Lane a couple of good minutes. Alessandro is also back on for Memorial. Free throw miss, rebound tipped out to Santiago, and Memorial will come right to left. They lead 31-24, and a foul here at midcourt is going to come against the Titans. It's on Pat McCarthy, who was riding Santiago into the front court, reached in with the right hand, picks up his first. Now each team with five. Team fouls in this first half, so each team with one left to give. Inside of three minutes, second quarter. Rumraj off the ball screen, down the lane. Hangs and scores with the right hand. Rumraj, his second field goal. Got a nice ball screen from the big man, Lubin, to free himself up. Meanwhile, Linton wants an answer. Three-pointer far side, no good. Off the rim, then over the top of the backboard. And now back to the Crusaders, who lead by nine, 33-24. Two and a half to go. Second period, another sub. McCarthy out for North. Back on comes Barrett. Also out is Sean DeZurek, the center. Replaced by Lane, who just came on. So Buckmeyer along with Lane, Boykin, Linton. And the fifth is Barrett. Meanwhile, a three up top and in the hole. Guess who? Jake Santiago. He's got 11. And he's got his own student section cheering for him as well. Meanwhile, Boykin, a beautiful... Wrap around layup for two here down the near side of the lane. Skyler with six. And it's a 10-point game as we continue to trade buckets in this high-flying second quarter. 36-26. Rumraj near wing three. Tees it up. And it's knocked down. Nothing but net there from Rumraj. Got five straight from Memorial. Seven in the game. Largest lead for the Crusaders at 39-26. Boykin against two defenders at midcourt. Finds lane far side. That three is in from the far corner. First bucket for Casey Lane, the 6'1 junior. Ten-point difference again at 39-29. Memorial wants an answer right to left. They'll slow it down. Santiago deep on the far wing, wants a ball screen. 
Instead comes near side from Rumraj. Ball fake. Back up top. San Diego. Right hand three is short. Offensive rebound. Rumraj ripped it out of the crowd. Sets up Carrier. Three far wing. No good left hand. And finally there's Lane for the defensive rebound near side for North. They go quickly left to right. Up the floor. Barrett. A runner is good. Boy, God had to twist his body at the end of that one to score it with the right hand off the glass. Meanwhile, Rumraj blows by him and then scores with the right hand. Took it right at Barrett. Rumraj with nine. 41-31 inside of a minute. Now Linton out of was called for an offensive foul in the lane as North turns it over again. Alessandro a little slow to get up after taking the charge. He was knocked to the floor in the red paint and is apparently grabbing his lower back in some pain. And while North, they continue to sub Shy Durham back on. Durham, the 6'4 senior, is going to replace Linton who just picked up his second. So a strategic substitution here by Coach Lane. Wants his star off the floor for the rest of the half to avoid picking up maybe that third. Memorial right to left. Tyson Thomas into the game for the first time. 5'9", junior ball handler. Thomas goes inside for Alessandro. His shot off target and then a foul off the rebound. He's going to come against Memorial. Alessandro called for over the back trying to follow his own shot. That's his second. Now both teams up against the limit with 16 fouls. So the next whistle either way, we'll see a one and one. 41-31. North down by 10, trying to make it a single-digit difference before the half. And Boykin is fouled here on the near sideline. A reach in by Thomas, who didn't like it, smiles at the official and looks skyward in frustration. Thomas with his first. And he smiles at Coach Quirk as well. Knows he made a mistake there with a reach. Boykin going to go to the free-throw line as a result. A one and one for North. They trail 41-31, 41 seconds to go until the half. And at the half, we'll get you updated back in our ESPN New Hampshire studios. Patrick Gilroy, Tim Glenday standing by. We'll get you caught up with the rest of the scores tonight from around the state. Recap this one as well and get you ready for the second half that's coming up at halftime. As you're listening to the FNO Winter Game of the Week presented by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers. Boykin hits the front end of the one and one. He's got seven. 41-32, high-scoring game here after a slow start in the first quarter. Free throw good again for Boykin, a two-for-two two trip. He's got eight. 40 seconds to go, eight-point difference, 41-33. Memorial right to left, facing a half-court zone trap here, it looks like. Rumraj, far wing, avoids the double-team, goes to Tyson, near side, Santiago. Near corner, three by Barbosa, too strong. Ball tip, weak side, it goes to Buckmeyer. Here he comes, racing left to right for the Titans. Down to 20 seconds to go, and it looks like North is going to slow it down and settle for the final shot. Down by 8, 41-33, 15 seconds, far baseline. It is Boykin, pulls it out to the far wing. Now makes a move, goes around carrier, goes down the lane, hangs and scores with the right hand. Boy, Skyler Boykin, pretty move there. 41-35, 5 seconds, one more try for Memorial. Thomas into the front court, looks at the rim, crossover, fadeaway 3, and the far corner is up and good at the buzzer. A fitting ending to a high-flying first half here in the Queen City. A ton of points, a ton of scores, and a competitive game at the break. 44-35, Memorial puts an exclamation point on what they were able to do in that first half as they seek their fifth win of the season. North, after trailing most of the way, able to slash it to just the two-possession difference. At 41-35, but the three by Tyson, who wanted that last shot, you could tell, is the difference. 44-35, a nine-point game 
instead of a six-point difference. All right, some scores for you as we take a look at the stats. North already with three different double-digit scores. is a very balanced attack. Skylar Boykin with 10. Alonzo Linton with 10. Casey Lane. Is that right? No, I'm sorry. I misread it here. Lane has one point, not 10. <laughs> but 10 for Boykin and Linton, that is true. Also half a dozen for Jordan Buckmeyer. Buckets from Chris Barrett, Vishvak Vadevel, and Ryan Lynn round out the North scorers. The Titans trail by nine. Manchester Memorial with one man in double figures. Jake Santiago scored all 11 in that second quarter. Balance provided by Michael Rumraj, who has nine, and Alessandro Emmanuel, or the other way around. Emmanuel Alessandro, who had the hot hand early, has eight also for the Crusaders. So halftime here, 44-35, Memorial over North. Let's, sing, let's send things back now to Patrick Gilroy and Tim Glenday in our ESPN New Hampshire studios. Guys? FNL Winter on ESPN New Hampshire. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulance.